Hey everyone, and welcome to our August edition of our monthly leadership podcast, Leading as Leaders. I'm your host, Avery Today I'm here with Dawn Sadler. You are going to learn and hear some amazing things from her. She's having a very varied career, all the way from being a ministry director at Liberty Church in New York City to a podcast host. Uh, your purpose is calling to founding her own executive coaching organization. And today we're going to talk to her a little bit about this unique space that she lives in. So Don, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, Avery, I'm so excited to be here. It's my honor. Thanks for having me. Hey, since we've met and I've been just learning more and more about, you, you operate in this very unique space in between our beliefs and, and our business. Yeah. And what we do when we worship uh, privately to what we do with our leadership skills, our management skills. And I'd love for you to talk with us about what that space is, uh, why you felt called to that space, and, and what we can learn from those who live in, in both of those worlds. Talk to us a little about yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I spent 20 years in corporate life and I spent 10 years owning a business. And even though I had found success in those areas, I discovered that uh, something was missing. I just knew that God had given me some gifts and some skills that I wanted to use to glorify him and to advance the kingdom. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know where to go to even begin to, to, to find that. And I prayed about it and just really felt this, just something missing. And um, when I was uh, an empty nester, my husband and I were about to send our youngest off to college. We were living in Northern California and we felt God call us to sell our house and 90% of everything we own and wow. move to New York City. Uh, so we did that. And that's where I became, as you said, a ministry director uh, for our business community, which is called Visionaries. And what I found when I got here was that there were so many people who were experiencing that very same longing, that longing of, listen, I've got to pay the bills. I've got to provide for my family. I've got to take care of my life, but I don't want to make the decision between making a living and serving God, I want those things to go together. Yeah. And um, there's this really interesting intersection that's happening right now. I think previously people thought about ministry as I work in a church mm -hmm. and business as I don't work in a church. And I think what we are realizing more and more is that ministry is wherever you are. You're in ministry when you are in the CEO chair in a corner office. You're in ministry when you're pulling shots as a barista at Starbucks. You're in ministry when you're on the subway. We're all in ministry all the time. And so as we begin to look at that differently to get a new perspective, um, then we begin to really understand that our calling is not someplace that we have to go or achieve or strive um, to get to, but that actually we can be called right where we are. So I'm really passionate about helping people connect between I have a desire to do this as my living, which is my ministry, and actually making a living. And so I'm a productivity coach. I help people walk from idea through uh, execution um, to help people start to bring those ideas to life. And we've seen phenomenal, phenomenal testimonies come out of people who have taken that step. Um, it's just so exciting to see what God is doing. You know, a, a full one-third 
of the workforce is self-employed now, either full-time or Mm part-time. And as somebody who works for myself, I know the challenge of the fear, doubt, and overwhelm that we can get stuck in, that cycle that we can get stuck in. You know, Satan is is the accuser, right? So he, if God has given us a calling, uh, the enemy's going to come in and try to throw us off course. And so um, just having that that community around us of, you know, it's not just church over here and business over here. We're actually all in ministry together, regardless of our titles. So that's a little bit about what I do and some of the exciting stuff I've been seeing God doing. That's really interesting. So it's, it's not necessarily the, we come to church and that's where our expression of who God's called us to be. That's where it happens. Yeah. There that we actually are combining these worlds and, and bringing them into one. I, I really like that. So one of the things that we've talked about is uh, the the entrepreneur, the businessman within the faith community and what their individual struggles are. Talk to us a little about the person that's sitting in the church, or sitting in the pews or wherever, wherever you are, and what they're going through and how we can breathe life into them, or if they're listening right now, how they can be refreshed in in whatever stage they're in. Yeah, I think first and foremost is getting community around you. I think, you know, I grew up in the church. I've been in church all my life. And I found that things that entrepreneurs need to talk about aren't always embraced in the church. And, uh, and what I mean by that is if I'm an entrepreneur and I need to increase revenue 13% over the next 90 days, um, sometimes that's thought of as, oh, you know, it's that, you know, that you, you don't talk about that in church. And so I think we need to give entrepreneurs community and spaces where they can, um, where they can really thrive, where they can talk through some of those challenges. You know, here in New York, every Thursday morning at 7 a.m., I've got my boss babes and we gather and we talk about what we're struggling with and we pray over each other and we resource each other and we create connections. And so I think that community has been um, not only for me, but in in almost every podcast episode I've recorded, uh, my guest has said, community changed everything for me. And so I think, uh, I know every church is different, but I think creating a business ministry that really serves the needs of entrepreneurs um, is a great first step. It's easy to do, and there's such a hunger for it. Um, and just having entrepreneurs praying over one another and creating safe spaces for them to, for them to to kind of share what's on their heart. You know, entrepreneurs are a little bit different in that it's our job to fail. Failure is actually our job. That's how we innovate. That's how we move forward. That's how we learn. And so, in the church, understanding that you know, that's how entrepreneurs thrive. That's part of our process. And as I mentioned, just giving a safe space for entrepreneurs to walk through that process with other business owners. Um, we've seen tremendous, tremendous testimonies come out of that. Wow. That an entrepreneur's job, a business owner's job is to fail. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. In corporate life, sometimes it can feel like my job is to get everything right, to hit all the marks and check all the boxes all the time. That's my job in corporate life. And having 20 years of that life, I, I, uh, I can understand that. But as entrepreneurs, we have to continually be trying and failing and getting up and trying and improving and keep going. And so it is a little bit different mindset and, uh, And yeah, that's where that community comes in and is so great. And that's why I love doing the podcast because for people who maybe don't have that community around them, it's something that they can log on and listen to. Mm -hmm. We've had movie producers and fashion, uh, people in the fashion industry and photographers and a wide range of people just talking through what their struggles are have been and how they've overcome them. And our goal is really that that serves as sort of this virtual mentoring to anybody who's listening, who wants to know a little bit more about how they can move, um, move forward in their own business and the thing that God has called them to. That's really, really good. So what would you say would be one or two of the big sort of sticky points that you're hearing as you are talking to different entrepreneurs, different business owners, or even people who wouldn't put that label on themselves, but they're, they're wanting to get there. What are some of the, the sticky points that you're hearing uh, that they are currently going through right next to us in our churches that we may not even know about? Yeah, yeah. Well, the main questions that I deal with, with uh, entrepreneurs and career professionals and ministry leaders that I work with is, number one, I don't know what my calling is. Mm. Number two, I know what my calling is, but I don't know where to start or what to do next. And third is, I've been walking in my calling for some time, but I've hit a roadblock and I'm not sure how to move past it. And so those are the three things that most often I find when people feel stuck, they're in one of those three um, one of those three areas. And so each of those has a specific question um, that we need to answer. So for example, if the question is, I don't know what my calling is, then we're asking God, who have you put me here to be? Uh, and who have you called me to serve? Um, and, uh, and for the other two, we have practical things to help people kind of walk that out. Um, but once people work out whatever they're stuck in which one of whichever one of those three buckets they're stuck in we find that they're able to move forward and uh and with more clarity and more confidence and whatever it is that god's calling them to do that's really good so that's even just encouraging for the rest of the the leadership team or the church to know so that you know how to how to minister how to effectively set up something that doesn't just benefit what you think right needs actually are um, one of the things as we close, you mentioned that I, I absolutely don't want us to um, not talk about is you've talked about the, the loneliness, um, yeah. the loneliness that can exist within that sort of uh, small business community. Uh, yeah. Talk to us a little about that. Why would there be a loneliness? Why would, there, why would that be a, a predominant theme? You know, it's so interesting. I talk to so many entrepreneurs who feel like they're walking through things and they're the only one, right? In this world where there's the Instagram feed and it looks like everybody else has got it figured out, it's really easy for us to believe that we're the only ones struggling with um, creating a healthy profit margin. We're the only ones struggling with marketing. We're the only ones who ever had a big client leave. We're the only ones. And so I think that, you know, business is a little bit like money and that we don't 
we don't really talk about it that much. And so wherever there's that isolation, it's really easy for the enemy to come in and for us to believe I'm not good at this. I'll never be successful. Who am I to think that I could do this? And those are really dangerous to the calling that God has given us. And so um, the loneliness with so many people working from home and, and even if you're in a co-working space or even if you have employees, as a leader, being a leader can be a lonely job because you're the person making all the decisions. And so um, that's where we, that's why we are so, um, so committed to creating community for Christian entrepreneurs. You know, it's interesting. I recently interviewed a uh, Christian um, venture capitalist and he did a, uh, a study with the White House in, in partnership with the White House. And they found that there are 450,000 CEOs in America with 10 employees or more. Um, those are regular church-going Christian CEOs, and only one and a half to two percent of those are in any kind of peer support um, environment. And yeah. so that just speaks to how how much. Um, this is needed, this sense of community, this sense of support within the Christian community for entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Wow, that is an amazing. So there's a lot of work to be done, but there are people right in front of us who are are needing this, who are needing this sort of community. Yeah. Wow. Well, Dawn, thank you so much. I knew you guys would would love her. Um, If you want to know more about what Don is doing and, and who wouldn't. You can find more about uh, everything that she's involved in, donsadler.com. You can also reach out and find her podcast on iTunes and Spotify, uh, Your Purpose is Calling. And like I said, she also has obviously an amazing heart to reach out to the business community through her coaching organization, Avada Coaching. And I would love, love to make sure we follow up with you to see the impact that God's continuing to make through everything that you've been able to do. So uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, This has been an amazing talk. Thanks so much, Avery. Thanks for having me. And for everyone, uh, hopefully uh, you can join us on leadingisleaders.com for additional content. Um, You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Hopefully something we've said today helps you as you're leading as leaders. See you, everyone.